Not all of God's dimension as relevant to his name is revealed unto all of his children. So believe me, the dimensions of God you will ever enjoy and experience depends on what dimension of his nature expressed through his name that is revealed to you. Friends, we know him in part because things of the spirit are known in part. No mortal man can claim the absolute knowledge of the things of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9 says, For we know in part and we prophesy in part. So, the much you know of God depends on how much God determines to reveal to you. And what God determines to reveal to you depends on different factors. So, for instance, the Lord had a conversation with Moses when he sent him to Pharaoh in Egypt. In Exodus chapter 6 verse 3, and he said, And I appeared unto Abraham, Exodus 6 verse 3, I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. By my name Jehovah was I not known to them. So there are dimensions of God that Moses experienced that his forefathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not experience at all. The assignment Moses was going to undertake for God requires that God reveals a dimension of himself that he had never revealed to any man. Dearly beloved, you can have a unique introduction of God. Yes, you can. A special revelation of God. You can access a dimension of God that has never, I mean, never been revealed to anyone. Oh yes, oh yes. There were dimensions of God that Paul was able to access that were difficult for even apostles who were physically with Jesus to understand. According to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14 to the end, Peter testified today. So, what qualifies a man to enjoy certain realms of God? Which dimensions of God have you experienced? These are, these are practical things that will take you beyond the outer court. Working with God is very progressive, my dear. It is. And he keeps unveiling himself to his children. He keeps drawing you in. God keeps drawing you in. There are so much dimensions and multiple expressions that he wants to unveil and reveal to us. So the question is, how do I experience the various dimensions of God? No wonder Paul prayed and said that I may know him, that I may know him despite all. All the depth of revelations of God that Paul experienced, he still had that hunger, that passion, that desire to know the Lord. Friends, the day you stop having that, that hunger, that passion, that desire for God is the day you start dying. So what do you need? What do I need to do to keep experiencing God in unique and special ways? How do I keep my relationship with God spicy? I mean, I mean exciting, interesting. I share with you this day one sure way revealed by the Lord to me. To experience the deeper realm of God like you have never experienced you must respond to the eye call of God. How do you experience God in a unique way? Answer is very simple. As revealed by the Lord to me, you must 
I must respond to the high call of God. And genuinely responding to these calls of God will usher you into depth and realms of God's nature and glory that you have never known nor experienced. The first high call of God to every man to every woman, to every youth, to every child is the call to leave, is the call to separation, the call to leave. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. Verse 3 says, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. The first call of God is a call to separation. A call out of darkness. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness, out of darkness, into his marvelous light. This is the call, a call out of darkness. Is a call out of darkness. God is light. He doesn't operate in darkness. No, he doesn't. In the beginning, the first thing he said when darkness was upon the face of the deep was, let there be light. So God never created man in darkness. So man's relationship with God can only function properly and adequately in light. God is light. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. So when God wants to reveal himself to a man, when he wants to show a man or a woman certain dimensions of him that the man or woman had not seen before, what does he do? He calls such a person out of darkness. He calls him out of darkness. Saul, who persecuted the church so badly, first encountered the light of God on his way to Damascus before he received the word from the Lord, Saul, Saul. Why do you persecute me? So the first call of God to a man is the call out of darkness. It's a call that translates you out of your ungodly traditions, to, out of the dark habits, out of the ungodly character, out of sin. It's a call out of your tradition, a call out of your comfort zone, a call out of ungodly daily norms and routines. And responding to this call of God is a trigger that automatically activates a dimension in the spirit where God takes full responsibility for your life. God becomes your almighty, your all in all, your sufficiency. Your living in response to his call implies that you will live on God's account. He will supply all your needs. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will keep you along the way. And ultimately, God himself will fight your battles. It is your response to the call of God that makes you say no to the works of darkness. It is a call to encounter Christ. A call to meet with the King of Kings. 
Once a man wholly and truly responds to the call of God out of darkness, such a person is prepared to experience that dimension of God that is called God Almighty. As soon as you respond to God's call to come out of darkness, He will automatically make known Himself to you as who? God Almighty. Make known Himself to you as God Almighty. That was what happened to Abraham. The moment Abraham responded to the call of God to leave his father's idolatry, to leave the darkness of his father's house, to leave the things going on, to leave his comfort zone, God took over. God took over. God became his God. God became his father. God became his guide. And from that moment, God revealed a dimension of himself called El Shaddai the almighty God to Abraham. Three things your response to the call of God can do in your life this morning. I share with you three things. Number one, the almighty God will empower, strengthen, equip, and give you victory over the enemy. The moment you respond to the call of God out of darkness, what does he do? He empowers you, he strengthens you, he equips you, and gives you what? Victory over the enemy. Genesis chapter 14 verse 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be the Most High God, which had delivered thy enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abraham rich. I have made Abraham rich. Now look at it. The earthly possession of Sodom and the promise of the king of Sodom had no impact or effect over our father Abraham. Why? Because he had responded to the call of God and had enlisted himself on heaven's payroll. Look, when you respond to the call of God, you automatically become God's responsibility. Those who are sponsored by heaven, those who are who are who are guided by heaven, those who are who have enlisted themselves into the heavenly realm, will never desire the same full enticement of this earthly realm. So Abraham had connected with God. He had met with the priest of God. He had met with Melchizedek, the king of Salem. He had eaten bread. He had tasted of the food of heaven. He could not be corrupted. He was out of darkness. He refused the offer of Sodom. Sodom has a way of constantly presenting to you. He has things to give to you, goods to give to you in exchange for souls. Give us the soul and you take the goods. See, the system of this world, the principalities and power, the Babylons, the Egypt, the Sodom, they are not in pursuit of the money. They have it already. What they are seeking is the soul, the souls of men. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So it's an exchange. 
give us the goods. They have goods to give you. They have things to give you. They have money to give you. Houses to give you. But in exchange for your soul. Abraham said, I have lifted up my hands. Now that is the way to deal with the enticement of sin. That is the way to overcome. The moment you have responded to the call of God, the call of Sodom will not matter to you anymore. The moment you have responded to the call of God, the allurements, the temptation of sin will not matter to you anymore. The moment you have responded to the call of God, powers of hell is broken over your life and you have no force on earth that can hold you bound again. This morning, I challenge you to the reality that responding to the call of God gives you victory, gives you power, gives you dominion over the temptation and the enticement of the enemy and then you walk in victory because you understand that those who are sponsored by heaven will never desire the sinful enticement of this earthly realm. Number two, the Almighty removes your inefficiencies and put his sufficiency in you. That's what happened when you respond to his call. He begins to work on you. He begins to fix you. He begins to deal with all your inadequacies, your weaknesses, your inefficiencies. He removes your inefficiency and increases his sufficiency in you. You no longer need to depend on yourself. No, your dependence is now on him. For in him you will live, in him you will move, in him you will have your being. You go deeper and deeper in him. Yes, naturally we are all plagued with inefficiencies. Yes, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. He said, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. He said, but our sufficiency, our sufficiency is of God, who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. That's how it works in the kingdom. That's how it works in the kingdom. You get a call from the Lord. And as soon as you respond sincerely to the call of God, then the dimension of God that supplies all your inefficiencies, a dimension of God that meets all your need, a dimension of God where you, you, you no longer depend on yourself is now revealed unto you. That is the realm where God's sufficiency then satisfies your inefficiency. That is where God's capability takes over your ability. That is where you are complete in Him. Thirdly, when you respond to the call of God out of darkness, God Almighty blesses you and increases you. Of Abraham, it is written in Isaiah chapter 51 verse 2, Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him, and increased him. I blessed him, and increased him. An easier to understand version says, Yes, think about Abraham your ancestor, and Sarah who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man when I called him, but when I blessed him, he became a great nation. Please note that the high call of God is a personal call, is a peculiar call, is a spiritual call. The Lord said, I have called thee by thy name. 
thou art mine. So once you are called by the Lord, God takes complete and total ownership of your life. You become his responsibility and he deploys heaven's resources to support and to lead you as you respond to his call. Yes, yes, when Abraham responded to the high call of God, he was a man without substance. He was alone and lonely, but he enlisted himself into heaven's payroll. He was sustained by God. He responded to the call of God. He responded to the call of God out of his father's house, out of darkness, out of idolatry. And when he responded, the Bible says, God blessed him. God increased him and increased him until he became a great nation. God became his all in all. What happens to a man that responds to the call of God out of darkness? Such a man is blessed. He is not only blessed, but he is increased by God. Such a man's inefficiencies are replaced by the sufficiencies of God. And finally, such a man is empowered, strengthened, equipped, and given victory over the enemy. That will be your testimony this morning. Clip to